Edit, edit, edit. <laughs> Take that right out and make it all sound good. Sometimes you have to catch Schmidt and edit himself. <laughs> Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 122, January 20th, 2019, with your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. First ever Far North Tokers All Star Sessions. Doughboy Meet Up with Green Dreams Cultivation. Birchie and Tammy Walter. Thank you, Doughboy, for supplying the setting, Green Dreams Cultivation, for sponsoring the session. It was a good chat between home grow and industry. Lots of questions back and forth. Settle in. A lot of token going on. You're going to want to make sure you have your own stash to feel like you're part of this circle. Sit back. Pack them up. Enjoy. I usually start people off small and work the way up to bigger. What do we have? What is it? Besides, the last time I asked you, you just said dab. Doughboy dabs. Doughboy dabs. Actually, dough dabs is what dough dabs. they were named. Where's this event come from in your mind? Did you? We were just talking about getting together, and you were wearing that shirt. And I think I asked you how you got it, how you got the Green Dream shirt. And then what happened? Well, I've had a hidden question in the back of my mind that I haven't informed anyone of yet. But it takes somebody on the legal market and somebody that has never been on the legal market <laughs> but has still grown in a room together. Interesting. Yes, the boy has many quirks to him. <laughs> so your your motive was to get someone in the legal industry <coughs> that has grown before, is that what you're saying? That hopefully <coughs> before they were in the legal industry, and somebody that has never been in the legal industry that gr- has grown. You two fit that match. Exactly. Of putting two people together and having that chat. Exactly. Hey, Good Doers of Alaska, Tom here with Good Cannabis. Just wanted to give you an update on our weekly deals. Sunday, January 20th, all good half-gram vape cartridges, $45. Monday, January 21st, two grams of Durban Poison, $24. Tuesday, January 22nd, 30% off all good concentrates. That's wax, shatter, crumble, and batter. Wednesday, January 23rd, $35 half-gram shatter. Thursday, January 24th, All good half ounces of flour, $150. Friday, January 25th, all good eighths will be $45. Saturday, January 26th, one gram king rolls, $12. Sunday, January 27th, all good gummy 10 packs, that's 50 milligrams of infused THC, will be $35. Hope you all have a great week. As always, we'd like to say thanks to Midtoker and look forward to seeing you down at the shop. Take care and stay warm, Alaska. And Far North Tokers would like to thank Good Cannabis for sponsoring the podcast. Friday and Saturday, 10 to 11. Sunday through Thursday, 10 to 10. 356 Old Steese Highway, Fairbanks, Alaska. 907-452-5463. Good Cannabis. Here's Token. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.
Far North Tokers, All Stars. Feels like uh, to me some boxing match that's getting ready to happen. No but boxing match. Well, this is all friends. <laughs> but this it's just that like bringing two All Stars together that never met before, and the way it was coming, the way I was making the art this week and putting that mm-hmm. slide together. Far North Tokers, All Star Sessions. Previous guests of the show coming together that have never been together before coming together to toke. Thank you. I hope to. Pro- I have no idea what what's going to happen here. That's the beautiful thing. I think all walking into a situation, but we would normally walk into this situation in just meeting each other, right? Yeah. And yeah. the way this happened, you and I sitting around, and I think you had on the green. Well, who show. am I? You, oh. you can't just say, you and I, come on, we have to tell the this audience is... who you're referring to. So in this corner, <laughs> we have D.B. Copeland, a.k.a. Doughboy, because there's lots of Doughboys. Since the age of nine smoking, ding, ding, ding. Oh, nice. That's a good way to present it. So how many years have you been token? Turned 37 this year, so you can do the math. When did you start? Well, I missed that number, forgot the number already. 37, and what was the first one? Uh, first time I smoked was when I was nine. Daily yeah, when I was eleven. There, that's making it hard. A nine plus the eight and carry the five. <laughs> Stop doing math now. <laughs> 28. 28 years. How about you, Bertie? I started smoking when I was 14. So how many years you got? 37 years old right now. 23? That's easy. Because that's not no carrying there. This is like I want to do math right now. <laughs> 23, 28, and I've got... I'm almost coming up on 30 years. So this is good. <laughs> you guys started earlier, man. I didn't start till I was 16. But you're older, dude. Yeah. I know. That's, that's <laughs> it's the joy. Away, John. I, 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 that's the, the advantage of uh, being your eldest. So, so you've got two heavy hitters that are the same age here. That's true. You guys have been smoking longer. Well, in your lifetime, you will be when you get to the same age as me. Is that correct? What, what age? 14. 14. Yeah, you got me two about years. two years. And you, I forgot again. Started The first time I Eight. ever smoked or was nine. nine. But daily eleven. Daily eleven. I still th- I think it's a. When I say daily, person. I mean like every day. I haven't stopped pretty much since eleven. Oh, uh, that happened. <laughs> so that's ten years. It, unless I was away from it, were in jail for a couple weeks. I've been smoking since eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Almost smells like that super lemon haze. A little bit. The team. I think yeah, it's I can tell you. That is my what did favorite. What you say it smelled like? Our super lemon haze I have at the house there. Um, yeah, you're super a grower for Blue Bear, I'm not going to say the name, but they swear it's like their ghost train haze. Yeah, the buds look different I, than the super lemon haze. but I, He doesn't grow there no. anymore, but I pulled it out last night, actually, in front of him, and his first guess was ghost train haze? Huh, and finally. then his second guess was G13? Probably the genetic along the lines bringing it out somewhere. It's bringing out simulator. It has such a Well, see, I'm old school. I don't pop seeds. All of my strains I got from somebody. So if you told me it was G13, that's what that's it what is. That's what they're going to me. call it. So it could have had some other name down the road, but, but the person told me it was G13, so that's what it is. All right. Because I'm old school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. You don't know. You gotta go right. walk. They tell you it is. But blueberry, blueberry smells and tastes like blueberries. So, yeah. which one was blueberry? This one. I haven't seen any G13 available in 
legal market. There are strains that taste really close to it. A year ago, there was. G13? I think I've seen that too, but I don't think it was a very good Fino there. A good Fino, but I want to say Gas Station. But I could be totally wrong. And who knows where that's coming from? I mean, there's some. Like I said, I could be totally wrong on that. That could be a little cultivation that's not really growing anymore. I think your best that G13. That G13 is top shelf herb. What do you like about it? The smell coming off of it. The taste is such a taste that I've never had. It's so lemon lime creamy. This one here, huh? Yeah. When you grind it up and you turn it on its side, it sticks together like brown sugar. <laughs> you know this kind when you yeah. just tip it over and it just kind of falls in on itself? I'm a sucker for anything lemon. And when you hear strains called lemon, which yours does, your super lemon haze, really lemony. I don't think G13, I wouldn't expect that, but I wouldn't know. I don't know it. But yeah, that's the first time I think I've actually... It's connoisseur weed. Now, I don't know about your other stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Don't <laughs> Everything. Because when you grow something for a long time, it's the same thing in the legal market. When you grow at your house for a personal use, you choose to grow things consistently for a long period of time. Like, how long have you been growing G13? Well, I, I won't say newer strings, but only maybe a year and a half. So, and you continue to grow. Oh, I love variety. What's the one you've been <laughs> grape made maybe the longest one you've been growing? Blueberry. Blueberry. That's the oldest one. Yep. Does that have uh, Fairbanks roots? Delta. So old timers listening would know it by just blueberry, just Delta blueberry or something. Yep. Delta blueberry. Delta blueberry. Smells like blackberry blueberry. raspberry. Smells like the blueberry when I first moved grape to Alaska. Ape. Cheese. Cheese. Great, and your grape bait. It smells almost grape like bait? that bubblicious no. uh, bubblegum. Which one's this one? Blackberry raspberry. Has there been a strain virtue that you guys started with that you um, that still, still have? have? Yeah. These three right in front of us. Sweet. We got bubblegum kush, white strawberry cough, and rhino cookies. Uh, I've I've trimmed both of these. I've trimmed rhino cookies and the um, bubblegum kush. I think. I think. Bubble kush. Yeah. Bubblegum. Bubblegum kush. Yeah. Is it Bubba or Bubble? Bubba? That stuff was really pretty, trimming it. Does it um, have a strawberryness to it? It kind of has a little sweet taste. It's more like, has more peppery to it. It's not like after you smoke it, it leaves this like an incense smell in the room. It's, yeah, it's like a nice smell. Yeah, but I definitely smell berry coming off of that. You mm. should smell it in the tub that when you're trimming it up. All the... Yeah. That's the one of the most keefiest ones that we have. You like trim that stuff up and you just well, you're like, man, don't don't fall off. <laughs> Got J material. Like, can you roll? Not like Mary, but I can roll. <laughs> you can roll smoking good, huh? Yeah, we'll be it smokes. <laughs> no, no. As long as it smokes, it's all uh, right. Oh, yeah. This is I part of the story. I mean, shit. You get handed. Yeah. Hey, you can roll pretty good. You gonna roll a joint? Yeah. I can't. Oh. Chong roll. <laughs> I put a tip on it and everything. Well, then nice. you better do that. <laughs> I don't think about those pre rolls here. It's just easier to see that now. <laughs> I know, and I like I like the filters that are coming on. My, it's hard, it's an extra difficulty step to put the filter in when you're rolling the hand roll. And I never because yeah, then you got success too much. It's a little different because it's a different feel when you're rolling it in. Because then you roll it tighter on one side than the other side, and just pick a paper, pick a paper. Some people. Why are do you have so many papers, dude? <laughs> are they the same? Are okay. they flavorful? You are the man of variety. Like there's a pure hemp. I don't want to smoke anything that gives flavor. Because I want to sm- taste your weed. So let's not smoke any flavor of this. Hemp one, pure hemp. These I found are harder to roll with. Are they? I have a hard time rolling with them. But I'm not rolling. <laughs> Translucent, they're see-through. I've always found those hard to roll, too. I've 
done it like once. Like the clear ones? Yeah. The, like the ones that had the wires in them? You ever had those ones? Mm-hmm. The papers that had the wires? Yes. Those were like the best thing back when I was were, growing up because pretty, uh, pretty they already had a <laughs> witch holder. Yeah, you're right. You're holding it by the little thing. Just yeah, it it always sucked if you actually bumped it and it fell off, that, like ripped it off. <laughs> what do you think's best? You're rolling it. None of those. What there's pot a, mark? Which one do you want to do? G13. Oh, wait a minute. What am I answering for? Because you're sitting at the table. <laughs> 13G. Go back. <laughs> I, did I win? I just answered first. Yeah. Just popped it off. That's what he wanted. Does this thing? <laughs> He's wanted I wanted to try the G13. Let's try this G13. That was plastic. It's not plastic. <laughs> it looks like plastic. It can't be plastic, but still. Nah, Trip it was plastic. I don't want anything to affect the taste. I wouldn't think it would. It's gonna look pretty. A nice little bubbler then. Do you guys have one set up all the time? A ball. Yeah, I got a ball. It's like a little bubbler. It's the one that I had. And it had the best taste out of anything I ever smoked out of. You get the most flavor. When you say bubbler, because I call a bong a bubbler too, and I'm wondering what your what you what picture you get in your brain, and I'm probably calling it the wrong thing. It's like a whole glass. It doesn't have a stem or anything. It's like one solid piece. The stem comes down and everything, so you can't take the bowl apart. So it's kind of like a glass pipe in a way. But no, then okay. it's got There's a no stem. slide. No, it's got a little hole for a carb on the side. So it's kind of like a glass pipe that has a spot you can add water to it, and then. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little miniature bong, but they call them bubblers if you go in the store. Interesting. Is it a bubbler because it ha- looks like bubbles? Called it when I bought it. Does not <laughs> so that's what I called it. Where you punt the weed does not come out of the There's glass no slide. The bowl. utensil, so that makes it classify it as a bubbler. You have upright bubblers and you have hammer bubblers, depending on what style you want. There you go. What's uh, <laughs> information? Then? Hammer bubblers or upright bubblers. So what's a hammer bubbler? Is this a hammer bubbler? No, that is an upright bubbler. A hammer bubbler is where... An upright bubbler is just a sand on its own base. And the stem goes straight up from the bowl. A hammer bubbler, the stem comes outwards where the base, where the water sits, is here, the bowl, and then it comes out so it looks like a... One-sided hammer. You should check out the silicone pipe we got. Silicone pipe. Pipe, dude. It's like I got that at Hempfest. That's cool, just walking around. Just easily throw this in your pocket. Yeah. And it has a lid, too, so you can just cap yeah. it and you're ready to go. Beautiful camping. You don't have to worry about it breaking in your pocket. The thing bends whichever way you want it to. I've broken two pipes, and I don't have many pipes from just running. Just get it cold. Swinging in my pocket. Just get it cold, and then all that stuff falls out, all the resin that's inside. Just kind of squeeze it, and it falls out. Oh, just like putting it in the freezer or something? Yeah, so the hardest part's clean is the bowl, that metal piece, so you can pop it out and then soak it in some alcohol. That is just a um, silicone pipe. Yep. I don't know anything. It's like a little (laughs) Okay, as a pipe enthusiastic person... It's not just a silicone pipe, people. It's a silicone pipe that is actually a steamroller because it has a hole yep. at the end, not on the side. You're learning so much today, Doughboy. I'm a pipe enthusiast. You worked at a head shop, right, Doughboy? What, what did you load up? Um, rhino cookies. Ah, one of the joys of being a, a trimmer. Well, being a trimmer in the legal world where you're not trimming your own weed. You don't get to smoke, but you're just trimmed up all day. You know, you just see it. You can go buy it somewhere. Trimming the other day, Frozen North Farms, and you trim up all that with a blue dream. Get it all done. It's like, bye, blue dream. 
at your house, Doughboy, when you're, you're just like trimming off a little bit, hey, it looks good. I'm toke on that. You've got no cameras. Well, That's a difference between nice. the two. It's a big difference. Well, you can take me personally, we'll talk about that. every plant I have to smoke a butt off of. You have to try it. <laughs> exactly. It's like sacrilegious if you don't try it. It's like a chef. they got to try their food before they send it out. Exactly. <laughs> but can the legal world legally do that, or do you have to buy your own bud off we each We can plate? now. There's a, there's a form that you can fill out, and you can like give employees up, like, up to an ounce a month. But then you got to fill out all this paperwork, and then there's a paper that the employee has to fill out as how it tasted, how it... A professional yeah. review. So there are ways. It's great that the industry has done that. Because it's ridiculous that you couldn't, in the beginning, taste your right. own weed. And now you can bring new strains in from anyone 21 and over. Thank you, Aaron Worthen. <laughs> Dab Lab AK, winner of Cannabis Classic 2017, Alaska's best glass shop. And there's no doubt as to why. High-quality, American-made glass, none of this cheap import stuff. With the best CBD and accessories available on the market, all in a comfortable, professional setting at competitive prices. Support local, College Road, Fairbanks. I'm going to let my buddy Alaska Red tell you. For the highest quality glass that you're going to find in Alaska, head on down to my buddy's shop, Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road. That's Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road, Fairbanks, Alaska. 10 to 9, Sunday through Thursday, open till 11, Friday to Saturday. For all your cannabis accessory needs, Dab Lab AK. Backtrack provided by Alaska Red, Lyrical Sticker. See, I had these papers, but I've never used them. <laughs> They're difficult. Yeah. The clear paper. It looks like <laughs> I, I don't know if I like it. They're cool. They're cool looking. It didn't roll it very well, did it? No. I think it's smokable. When it's we do bad. it, I'm picky though. <laughs> it's like whenever there's something I want <laughs> to smoke right, so yeah, I probably would have burned down the side or something. And or it would have fallen apart part way through it. Oh, the bottom part wasn't even closed up. It's huh? Best yeah. to sacrifice a penny paper than to ruin your joint, huh? Start over. <laughs> oh, we're sending some of our trim down to Cold Creek Extractions to get it processed into some. I don't know okay. what he's going to make it into. How are you guys? But we got to think of a name. Being limited, from what I understood, it was it was hard to gather a lot of trim up. To. We've almost We've got been gathering about, for a long time. We've so got you guys four pounds pull it together and kind of. We've just make had a, bags and bags of trim, and so I just package them all up, of course, separately. It's all got to be separated. You know, it doesn't get turned into a. It turns into a batch when they make it in the yes. though, right? Yep. So he's gonna put it all together, and we get to name it what we want. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> so well, we ideas are welcome. No, you don't want to take our ideas. You guys got to come up with it. Yeah. You stay with the. If it's gonna be your own, stay with that theme of Green Dreams. Any ideas? No. <laughs> It'll come. Yeah. It's well, gonna, how soon does it have to? When does it, when does it get marketed? Well, it's a process, so. He said it wouldn't it be Monday. about to a month. It takes them about a month to get through or something like that. Do yeah. you get it back? Then do you no, take they it and sell, sell it, to it off from them? Because we can't get anything transported back to us. Once we transport it somewhere, we can't, it can't receive back. it back. Right. Hmm. It only goes one way. Yep. Is that the only? But it can go back. Can it go back and forth between cultivators? I think it can only go to one cultivator, right? We'll I don't have know. to look at that. 
they have a little, where they sit on a sheet. Yeah, I remember. I remember so seeing yeah. kind of that yeah. flow chart of where yeah. who can go to really and stuff. Have, yeah. Once you send it off, I think I don't know if it can come back to the cultivation it went from unless they package it and then they redo it and then send it back. Right. I don't know, I don't know why you would ever want to do that, but <laughs> so they'll be. Do you know where it'll be going to? Don't know. They'll let you know, of course. It will it have any of your um, names on. It's supposed to have the name that we pick and our logo. Made uh, this made by uh, made with Green Dreams, or made by Cult Green News. Is that what it's going to be? How do you know how it's going to look? I'm not even sure. He hasn't sent us cool. any. Is there some return rate that you're expecting? I don't even know. It's just you do your magic and whatever we get back. All right. Yeah. I've never even sent our stuff off, so I wouldn't even know. <laughs> you guys got to be excited. I wish we had enough bubblegum kush to send, make just something like that out of it, but yeah, it's, it's be flavorful. But you got to guarantee you're going to taste it. Probably got 800 grams of that just alone with bubblegum kush. And then white strawberry cough is the two main parts of trim that we have. Yeah, I look forward to hearing where that's going to be. Oh, you guys are going to definitely get a tester of that, huh? We're going to go buy you. Have to. Going to have to. <laughs> Starts costing a little bit of money once you go a few times a month. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, having to have it tested. That, that's, that's a difference between legal and personal grows is that for the most part, you're not really knowing what your THC is and it doesn't necessarily fucking matter. Right? <laughs> they have a my DX machine that if you want to spend the eight nine hundred dollars, you can have for personal home testing. So what's going on, Doughboy? I'd like to try. I'm working on it. I'm having technical difficulties. Well, is it because of the? <laughs> boy, did you, you gave up on the? Did you give up on the clear wrap? Oh yes. Yeah, that one didn't seal it. At and all. then what happened to the? Uh, there wasn't enough weed in it, and it didn't want to seal. So mm. I put some more weed. Yeah, that's pretty thick. Blueberry, you've been growing for a while, huh? Yeah. It smells like the blueberry when I first moved to Alaska that was going around. That was back in like 2002. Yeah, I think I And then all of a sudden it just like it smells smells disappeared. Um, my adopted older brother got that. I want to say it was probably like 2006, maybe 2005. Yeah. Is when you guys got it, huh? This strain of blueberry came into my life. Nice. 2005? Yeah. Just been cloning it since, huh? Yep. That seems recent. Recent? 13 years? Yeah. When you're sitting there talking about something that was like blueberry delta, like I think. It's a 30-year-old strain. Yeah, that's that's what I'm He's saying. He's saying when he started, when he first got the strain. When it was introduced into my life. Gotcha. No telling how old it is before that, huh? Oh, yeah. It came from an old mom that (laughs) used to live in Delta and my... Nice. Adopted big brother used to live in Delta and is back living in Delta now. So <laughs> it definitely comes from Delta roots. It smells good. Definitely has a blueberry <laughs> smell to it. I don't know how um, how this gets wet. What's that? Does it on base where you lick it? That's it what might. I had issues with. It might just like self stick itself. That's what I kind of figured out was once you get it wet, it just kind of seals onto itself. On <laughs> yourself, too. Seals to you also. And that's kind of why I gave up on it. Yeah, I'm failing. Uh, well, at least I'm not the only one that failed with the translucent oh, oh, paper. Almost. It's just a pressure? Is it just, just it's self-sticking? I 
think the weed's like, sticking. <laughs> I think it's the weed sticking the paper together. Yeah, I don't even see how that even ridiculous. I've been here a half hour and ain't smoked a joint yet. Can't roll a joint. Giving up on this stupid paper. So, as a legal cultivator, is it with the hassles of dealing with all the paperwork, or would you have <clears throat> rather just stayed growing? I think it's. I don't know. I think it's worth it. Is it worth it because it's an unlimited market, or is it how much hassle is the actual the paperwork? Isn't she paperwork. does all the paperwork? I did. We did the application. <laughs> I do all ourselves. the growing. And you know what I mean? It's not. And once you're done and you're in, you're in. You know, you just have to renew. But it's not. We're not doing a bunch of paperwork, honestly. I mean, Harvard you have to report on stuff. You know. Well, that's what I'm meaning. Like. It's not but with the black market, all you got to do is kind of just kind of toss it to the side, like the trim, like the big leaves and stuff like that. All you got to do is kind of throw it away. We have to <coughs> save it for three days and then waste it. I think the biggest hassle happen. with any paperwork is it comes with fees. You know what I mean? And taxes. So <laughs> that's the so so that's part of the question is is paying the taxes and the fees more worth it on a legal market or would you have liked the state to have paid less or not have those fees as a legal grower or if things could go back to being black market kind of before they were ever legal grower you know ever had the option would you prefer it that way or would you still like it as it is today if you could go back in time when when I was growing black market, right? Right. Compared to now. Well, if I could grow as much as I'm growing now back in the black market, I would probably would. That's kind of like was getting in the gray area of wanting the cops to come kick your door down is where I'm at now of growing. So now I can grow basically all the weed I want without having to worry about. With uh, living in Alaska, we've always had the Raven. It's law. It's yeah. bigger than Raven. So... <laughs> But if you go over that, then you're... Right, doing. but Raven, Raven's Law, you're allowed to have up to... 25 plants, right? 26? Right. Which is a lot of plants. Even back then. What do you think about taking clones and stuff like that? I take over 20 clones at a time, and, and I, but I was if, growing... But back <laughs> then, as it stood, if there weren't roots, it wasn't right. a live plant. You can take... 20 clones and keep them in a cup of water right. for three weeks. It also depended on what <laughs> what law enforcement you were talking at to all at the time. Well, federal, been. they right. didn't get into it until it was over 99, so... I think there was a few times that I might have. <laughs> <laughs> but just as a curiosity mind, you're still limited in your right. legal grow, right? Yep. Some of these growers that are massive warehouses, where it's obvious more beneficial for them to be legal. As a small grower, do you think you would have made more money and had less hassle if it stayed black market? Or do you think you've made more money with paying taxes and having it legal I think without having to wor- worry about it? Way more money. That's good to hear. Because it's kind of... I think the main thing is because we're only hiring like part-time trimmers every now and then it's just basically me and her working the business is why it's kind of being beneficial for us maybe someone else may not be so much if they're trying to hire people out 
I know there was some cultivators that were hiring growers. Well, and I, they couldn't really afford. I've just kind of <laughs> been curious with a limited grow because they like reported in November taxes were less because there was people actually closed the doors. All right. For legal market for growers. Granted, that does have to do with outdoor grows, but that was in November. Most outdoor grows are done by November. By at least October. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got to think, is the legal market the big people squishing out now the limited market? I think they're trying to, but a bigger fight on their hands than they think with the limiteds. So I think the limiteds are the ones pushing out the better weed than the bigger grows. In my opinion, I would think just in when you're looking at how close you can be to the plant with a limited grow, the owner is most likely with that plant knows the plant all the time, or at least the head grower, the person that is spending their time and love with it. Yep. Yeah, but even a head even grower, if it's not the owner, it's not the same as an owner, especially no. an owner that loves to grow. If oh, well, if you have that, a head grower that is. Even if they're not the owner, if they're financially invested into it. Into the business. That's different. But if they're... Not necessarily. Because they could... Their paycheck could depend off of what they... they Ultimately, it does. Produce. If they don't produce, then their paycheck don't produce. I mean... It's kind of a good idea, though, because it makes them grow. It's all based off of the contract you have as an owner with your head grower at that point right with any business it's kind of a good way the more you grow the better you get paid (laughs) right the less you grow then that's on you (laughs) as long as it's in the contract that way i mean it could always the grower could make you a lot of money and the owner just like yeah kick ass kick ass keep on doing it man keep on doing it well that's i have not seen a sharing and a grower yet take care of your workers based off their salary based off of what they can produce it's just there's got to happen. It's got to be there. They could have paid. Go ask Mark. Well, uh, yeah, but I'm, yeah, but Mark is just, it's just here. It's got to be happening somewhere. I'll find out. I Like I said, I have not heard a grower in the legal market, their pay being based off of what they actually produce. Whether it's an hourly wage. Is that is that what they're getting? Yeah. Is that what they, they, that's, that's what, what they're saying. Right? They get salary or hourly wage. Well, you're saying it's kind of the plan I had when I get wanted to expand like well, if, if we ever expand big enough to hire a grower it's like whatever you grow the more you grow the sense. better you get paid yeah that's kind of like give them sense. some rooms and let them go i mean if you, you can't produce, tell a grower what to do then they kind of get confused and like well, why do you want me to grow it your way let me grow it my way if you that's, can't you produce <laughs> why do i want to pay you as a business yeah. owner to grow my pot okay so maybe there'd be a baseline minimum wage or you know minimum Thing, but then you should get bonus or increase if you can produce instead of two pounds for him. The, all of a sudden, I just grew you five pounds, and you made in the same area there. Yeah, yeah, in the same exact area, same lights. Just because I put more time in, you know, came in right. more, did more work than you asked me to. So you just got an extra three pounds. Is that worth it to pay that grower more? Because yeah. most companies right now, from what I've heard. Have don't not, pay huh? them more. They're just taking that and going, thank you. They're just taking the experience and then 
telling them to kind of go on. <laughs> right. That's I what mean, I'm reading online and stuff. A lot of growers. So mm. that's another question. That's pretty limiting. There. At, which I think hold on, you kind of question. The idea you're talking about is like this athlete model, where you're a free agent, which is a great model. You know, where if you're in baseball, if you get to the playoffs. You no, I'm saying they could have a like you, like base if you went, if you're a high times cup winner. You should they should have a bonus, you know, in your contract as a grower. Like in fighting, the yeah. champion gets a big paycheck. Yes, all that. <laughs> the loser yeah. doesn't get his big paycheck. No, well, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, no, I I completely agree. It it should be all. If free I hired market somebody and they based. didn't produce, I would be like. Yeah, I mean, like if they, okay, vice versa. If you expected two pounds out of a room, and they produced one point seven pounds, you're still gonna give them that minimum pay, right? Or are you gonna go? No, you didn't produce what you were supposed to edit. (laughs) 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 Or you definitely have a chat with them. Or you didn't go, no, you didn't produce what you were supposed to, you don't get paid. I think you probably, at least for the first time, go, well, you get your baseline pay, but you need to do this and you need to do this to improve. Give them a second chance to kind of get their stuff together. Well, let's figure out what happened. Right. Why you, didn't we talked about two pounds and you get one point seven? Why? Right. You don't go over things and adjust it, right. and, but at, so they would get the baseline, and you go, okay, I lost point three of a pound. Next time it's going to be better, or they're going to be out the door, or reduce their pay. Right. right. Or reduce their pay. Right. Right. Like you can sit there and say, but hey, like find somebody who. But like their baseline, you know, better. could be. Eleven dollars, twelve dollars an hour. That's not. Yeah, that's that's low. I, right, I would think that's low. That's yeah. very. That's but, low for a grower. But if you would, right. Yeah. But if you said, okay, I expect two pounds, and you have enough room where you know in your head as an owner, they should pull three pounds easy, or four pounds. I'm telling them I want two pounds, but there's enough space for four pounds. I'm giving them that leeway to try and see what they can do so they can try and get that bonus. See if they're just going to go for the minimum or not. Right. So, yeah, you you have a baseline of low pay with the giving them that, oh, I want you to succeed. I want you to do better mm-hmm. because at the same time you're going to do better for me. And then here's this carrot of more money right. because – Instead, this two pounds that was minimum, you just did four pounds that you actually had enough room for that you should have done, and here's the extra money. It's personality time. It's it's that difference between activating and doing it and doing more and seeing that you can make more or just not, just doing bare minimum. I, there's a lot of different that types of people what in kind the world. Of- you know, grower you are, though. Those two are those <laughs> Right. Two, I mean, at, if you're going to say you're a grower and then you can't see the room and everything you gotta be able to picture kind of how the room's gonna that's be that's what up. we started talking about <laughs> a limited grow you are there with it there's not many limited growers that are hiring their grower would no, you think no I mean it's you thinking you can grow I don't grow know any but I don't know not unless they're everybody. maxed out limited grow like out of 500 like I know that snow capped gardens with their 1500 square foot what you have any like employee that. 
you run the risk. They could be better than you. <laughs> but you're still um, running that risk of them not being. And them getting pissed off that you're making money off them. And then you do it yourself. Right? But it costs money. It costs time. It costs space to do it yourself. That's where it gets to. You sit there and say, well... I mean, limited... Bro, you have to have a legal piece of property. You have to have... Go through the application fees. I mean, it takes time. It takes money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How long did it take us? Like a year, didn't it? And that was with you guys having your own property. Yeah. Yeah. So if you didn't have that property, could you... Remodel the whole inside of the house and everything. But could you be a limited grow if you didn't own that property? If you had to rent a piece of property, do you think you could do it? Because that's one thing that... Not as quickly as I did it. You're saving on with your limited grow. Mm -hmm. If you were having to... I mean, pay rent for your house and then pay rent somewhere else and modify somewhere else, do you think you would have been able to do it in the same time frame or even Mm. been able to do it? I I think we could have done it uh, definitely not in the same time frame. just becomes part of your working budget, right? Yeah. Yeah. It takes a little bit longer work. (laughs) And then it might have been a different building, too. Yeah. Could have been. If it wasn't, if you were renting somewhere. Could have been a bigger building. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we got lucky on having all that. So it turned out pretty pretty nice for us, I think. So having the advantage of having... It's definitely an, an advantage. Having to grow know? right on your property. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like we would have... Otherwise, you know, we would have had to find a place. From the house. And Our building's right there. So we can see it out our front door. Yeah. Chena Cannabis, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway, between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're going to love this place. Convenient access right off the highway. Special in-house strains, fine flower strains, chocolate, sourdough, blue kush, big smooth, purple OG kush, fruity pebbles. Mmm concentrates by good cannabis good titrations edibles by ak frost and the good cannabis gummies head on over to china cannabis check out the full menu on leafly.com open monday through friday 10 a.m to 9 p.m sunday noon till six you don't have to drive all the way to fairbanks for your cannabis needs save your time get your quality cannabis at china cannabis your north pole cannabis dispensary Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. So you're sitting with a green dream shirt. Why do you have a green dream shirt? Because I wanted it. Nice. You made it happen, didn't you? Yeah. So it wasn't like offered to you. You were around when they were being made and you're like, hey, I want one of those. Yep. Exactly how it happened. Who did that work? Tony. Yeti's brother. He does things like that. Can make shirts for people. Yep. (coughs) I'm still tasting that lemon. Do you have a logo, Doughboy? No. Only because of... You've never thought of one in your head? Nothing? 
I have one in my head, kind of, but I've never sat down with somebody that can put it. What's the main character? Is it a character or a scene? Kind of like the Doughboy, but he's got... Like Pillsbury Doughboy? Kind of. Ribbon. It's got to be green with pot leaf. And he's got to have bloodshot eyes. Yeah. But I, I've just never... But that's what it is. Cool. There, there's that, that's the basis of the Doughboy logo. Don't forget my wooden spoon in my hand for making my edibles. That'd be magic. Well, I don't know. Are the edibles magic? Okay. So it depends on how many you eat at what time of day. <laughs> you ate one the other day. It was magic. It was good. It was good. <laughs> was that a little chocolate that you were posted about? And how I did that. that. The whole thing? Yeah. I mean, it was it, it's a piece of fudge. It was like that. Oh, he made it look real big in the oh, picture. I know. <laughs> oh, it looked like a big chunk that you had. It was a pretty big chunk. Mm-hmm. How many milligrams do you think they were? 66 to 82. And then the cookie was... What twenty ish? Hundred to hundred and twenty. I was definitely just the brain just wasn't wasn't working right. Yeah, I've been like that. Well, I told you the last party we had. I'd never seen a party die so quick. <laughs> and we started it at six o'clock, and by nine thirty, people were passed out in their vehicles. <laughs> and by midnight, only me and Yeti were left standing. <laughs> Fourteen grams of dabs between. Seven batches of edibles for the last party. <laughs> so pretty much two grams per... Per little edible, huh? Well, two, ba- two grams per batch of edibles. Right. So, like, a batch... Like, I made muffins and brownies, so... Huh. Like, twelve muffins, you know, in a batch. <laughs> with two grams. <laughs> so yes, they were, like, a hundred and... 20 to 140 milligrams. One of them. Oh, and people were eating more than one because they didn't realize they were infused. <laughs> or didn't realize how strong infused they were. <laughs> sometimes with edibles, you got to eat a little bit because you don't know. Like some great. people don't tell you, and you're like, let's eat a little bit first. Let me see what goes on. Oh, no, don't eat that. You just ate the most. White strawberry cough. Pulled, was that white dry, strawberry cough or that? is that bubblegum? No, uh, this bubblegum. Sorry. Bubble I had a berry, but I guess that's the bubblegum. Pulling the dry pool. So what made you come to Alaska? My mom was up here, and I just moved up after that. I came to check Alaska out, so I come on up. <laughs> this is where I stuck. <laughs> a lot better in Oklahoma. I've never lived anywhere else, so... Moved up from Oklahoma where they would have threw you in jail over a seed. How old were you moved up? <coughs> I turned 21 up here. <coughs> oh, nice. And did you ever grow down there? Not marijuana per se, but it, like... Yeah, I grew ever... weed in Oklahoma when I was down there. I had a couple big old plants. Like they were in our old chicken house that we had in there. They were huge. And did tell... you already have like an agricultural background at all? or like um, Just kind of growing or... gardens, like vegetable gardens and stuff like that. That's basically what we grew. My stepdad, he always grew weed, like when he was growing up, so kind of, that's kind of where I learned to grow weed from. Did he just come out and just start teaching you, or why did you decide to grow your first plant? Because the weed sucked in Oklahoma. <laughs> and just, you tasted other places, or it just was that bad from the beginning? And you're just like, I just got to grow better. That bad. The brick, brick weed was pretty bad. <laughs> I could see it well, in you his had face. To break it up. 
when you had to break like stems and seeds and you could see the big water leaves because they smashed it all like there was skunkweed that used to come around also from the, the indians used to bring it around so then i got some seeds from that and that's when i started growing skunkweed the skunkweed had a skunk smell right it was skunky yeah, when I it smelled like there was a skunk in my bedroom. Skunk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you you smell that. I like that smell. Even when you smell a real skunk. The real skunks? Depends on how close you get, I guess. Yeah, true. I was around many this try that. last summer. Bubba Gum Kush. That's my favorite one of the bunch that we have. Are all Kush's indicas on that side? I think so. I think so, too. I think if you, you can throw Kush in to a hybrid name, I guess. Just because it like has a generally wrong. To it. Like generally a haze is going to be a sativa? Times, yeah. Most like, like superlumen haze and stuff. Because I know that superlumen haze that I got has got some indica in it also. Mm. It's just not a full sativa dominant. Just by the way it grows. Lots of res coming through. It's oily. Almost like G13 kind of seemed like it had a sativa high to it to me. Yeah, it's... Well, it's a sativa with a little bit of hybrid indica like crossed somewhere back back in there back in its genetics but it's mostly sativa the grape ape is definitely indica the blackberry raspberry is a hybrid cheese it's kind of a toss-up doesn't grow like sativa but it's not it grows kind of shorter and stuff like an indica huh? it's not really an indica either it does that in between but it's not classified as I know what you're talking about. Dark side kind of does that. It like a sativa, like real fast, but then when it starts budding, the buds all of a sudden turn like little indica yeah. buds. Little hard nugs on them. You're like, man, I didn't think it was going to bud out like that. It looked like it was going to be all stringy buds and then gets big buds. Yeah, this has got a good... I had some of that squished at Hemp Fest. And that stuff was like, was like sweet candy. Are you set to go to Hemp Fest this year? It was last year. It was like I last summer. But, okay. Aren't they doing it again? I haven't seen anything. I thought I had. I thought she was. Thought she's looking. I thought she'd found a place to do it, and she's been. Yeah, they got something planned. But she's still fighting that on-site consumption charge. It's gonna be tough. I yeah, mean. big charge. What a dumb cannabis classic got fined too, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Can't think of the name for a second. Kind of yeah. brain dead. <laughs> no, and then, but the high times did not. I heard a rumor. A rumor. I'll say it is a rumor that. High Times event paid a lot of money so they wouldn't get a actual on-site consumption. I heard they so pretty they much paid pay their fine up front, huh? Up front <laughs> for their fine. They were told, from what I was told, heard, oh, if you have on-site consumption, you're going to be charged $200,000. And they said, here's $200,000 because we not doing this without on-site consumption. 200 grand, huh? <laughs> that's only what I heard. You heard that number? 200 grand? <laughs> that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true. I'm not saying who I heard it from or whether it's reliable. That's just the rumor I heard at one point. <laughs> no, that's, that's great, though. I love that attitude. Well, here you go. Here's that fine. Gonna go <laughs> well, that that's right one now. reason why I heard they charged vendors so much to be there. Was because they took the fine. that fine into account for charging everybody to be there. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard. That's why we didn't show up because it was a pretty big <laughs> price to go in there. Right. 
from what I heard, that's they were covering the fee basically that they had already laid out the money what was for. Was that like five, three or five thousand dollars just for a little booth or something? It was like a little tent or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but if it's true and they paid two hundred thousand or more up front, <laughs> that could explain why forty tents. Yeah. yeah, and they had probably that many, huh? Probably a little more. I don't huh? know. I didn't go. I saw like video and stuff of it. No. Was that who called me? Was that who was calling me? Yeah, and they were on. What'd they say? They were trying to. Oh my gosh, so. <laughs> he calls and asks if we want to be part of this. High times, dude? Yeah, for awesome. $3,000. I think it was $3,000 or something. That's still. How good does that feel? Like. <coughs> Doughboy. Come on. Being in the league room, that's gotta feel good to have high times contact you and you're like. So. Hey. We said three thousand though. <laughs> so, I had to say no. No, I can't do three thousand dollars right now. Plus, we had the Cottonmouth Kings. Wasn't that the same time? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, we had the Cottonmouth Kings. In, we, is it three thousand for a like, I'm not missing Cottonmouth no, Kings so say, because Cottonmouth Kings wasn't supposed to be doing that birthday party, huh? Well, no, they weren't supposed to be going to Anchorage the next day. They ended up leaving Fairbanks. That's why they couldn't stay partying late. Because when they left the concert, like, I was still at the concert when D-Lay rolled out. <laughs> like, I I made somebody get up and was like, go open the gate for him. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were still smoking outside top. Like, we, we okay. made our own after party outside. After, after party, huh? Like, literally, because the seats for the outside... Yeah. Seating like movie theater seats, we set up into this big ass U, and I was at the <laughs> end of it in my wheelchair. So we just had this like huge circle underneath the canopy tent <laughs> right outside the door. <laughs> well, you guys great. were at the same event, right? Yeah, yeah, you guys were that's cool. You got the same event, it didn't had to be with. I mean, it's not a very big venue, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. pretty nice. It was pretty cool. Stage dude. Like, when he was hitting my blunt, the troopers were walking through the Came upstairs. Came up and took it from him, huh? Well, no, they were walking through the upstairs to the VIP. Oh, where is this? I never person seen troopers at I all. I didn't see him either. Was like, give that back. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't see the troopers at all there. I probably, like, they probably walked right by me. I didn't pay attention to them. Right too high. We were up at the stage. <coughs> right yeah, when Cottonmouth Kings came on, we went to the stage. Um, Somebody upstairs, like, did a... Fish flop, like on edibles or some shit. <laughs> they got oh too high, God, huh? Really? Yeah. So the troopers came in and helped wow. me. We're like oblivious. That's huh? <laughs> only reason why I know is because we missed all that. Oh, I was. We like, were right up against the stage, though. So was I. <laughs> yeah, but really. I somebody didn't see else. You. I was. Cut, I was standing right, or I was sitting so right in front of you. There, that you couldn't really. Oh yeah, you were over to the left of us. Then. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeti literally stood right behind me the whole time because he was like, if I stand behind the dude sitting in a wheelchair, ain't nobody gonna get in front of me. Right? I, I got a good view. It's <laughs> <laughs> in front of you, and you're kind of. Well, I got pushed literally up to the stage, start like awesome. right after they came in. That way I could see. Like, nice. people literally, move, move! That was the only time that the whole stage was like full of people up there is in the Cottonmouth Kings came up. 
The North Pole Refinery is here to provide Alaska with the finest quality CBD available on the market today. They carry a wide range of CBD, oils, tinctures, capsules, edibles, lotion, bath bombs, vape pens, pet tincture, and isolate. The North Pole Refinery is a distributor to these fine locations. Smoking deals in Fairbanks and Kenai, Nature's Relief, Grass Station 49 locations, Wishful Things, China Hot Springs, Denali's Cannabis Cash, Uncle Herbs in Homer and Anchorage, Frost Farm with more locations coming soon. Check them out at thenorthbowlrefinery.com. The North Bowl Refinery, quality CBD in Alaska. Yeah, what's the responsibility level? It goes up dramatically from personal use to legal. I mean, you can you guys can slough off a little bit, right? You can just decide not to do it, but that would be stupid. And the same as your personal growth, you can decide not to do a... How does vacations work? What's vacation? There is no vacation. We don't get to go anywhere. We can't go anywhere. <laughs> we can't. We don't have anybody to run our business if we go, so what do we do? No, what, what is vacation? Oh, this is our vacation, I'll tell you. Last night at 9.30, <laughs> after we, we shut our grow down, we went and got a hotel room and spent six hours in a hotel room and came back home <laughs> so at this morning to open the grow the back kids. up. That was our vacation from the kids while my mom was here. That's vacation. My, my vacation was me and the wife went to Chena Hot Springs for the night. There you go. We did that yeah. once like a month ago. Yeah, we did that. A year ago. It's been like a year ago. Though. It's been yeah. two years. <laughs> really fun. Things like that are. It, but it was for the, the night. So, yeah. You know. We stayed it was the night nice, out there. Huh? It was, yeah. Like I did what I needed to. It's a nice little In slide. the room before I went out, was out there for the, <laughs> the night and back before the. Room kicked off the <laughs> You're like, I'm on a time limit here. <laughs> if those lights kick on, I'm not there. It's yep. going to burn them up. You have not to. Yep. <laughs> it's well, during the wintertime, you can get true. away with slacking off maybe a couple extra hours. Because the coolness isn't right. there. Because we live in Alaska, and we have the advantage of <laughs> cooler weather. So it doesn't right. suck up as much water, so you get that. Yeah, oh, I get got him on the floor. Four like, hours extra <laughs> without having to be there to water. Yeah. <laughs> and then we haul our own water over to the business where we're at, so we uh, have yeah. to haul water. We got to run, get jugs, and run back real quick. And you grow in dirt, right? Or cocoa. Cocoa? Yeah, on a drain system. Do so you I, like growing in cocoa? Yeah, or I do. Or is it just I got them in, um, better for the business? <laughs> I like, like it. I was used to growing in ProMix, and then it seems to grow a little faster in cocoa. Because cocoa's one, like, the only medium I haven't really grown in. I like it. But you have to use, if you're not using a fertilizer that has cow mag in it, like calcium and magnesium in it, then you're going to have to add the supplemental. Right. But I'm using Dekine 420. I think it's out. And it's got a lot of calcium and magnesium in it, so I don't have to add it to so it. Are you getting that from South Side? I got the last stuff from it, yeah, from them. So then they said they're going to start carrying that line there. I wanted to say Jones's store, but most people wouldn't <laughs> know what I meant when I say Jones's store. So it's South Side Hydroponics. No. Does anyone want a dab hit? No, that's okay. I'm used to dabbing all night long. Lately, I've been smoking more dabs than flowers, so. But I've been hanging out at the dabbing cabin, too, so. It I hear a lot about that. Where's that place? That's Yeti's cabin. 
Well, I met you on your birthday years ago, three, four. Years but ago. you were at the last. Birthday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you had different pipes that night. You were your goal was to smoke out of every pipe, and you had forty. No, I had. It was two years ago, and I was turning thirty-four, and I had thirty-four pipes. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of pipes. Two years ago only. Yeah. Seems a lifetime. I'm pretty sure it was two years oh, ago. Oh, I believe you would know 34 pipes. I mean, that makes sense. I would remember that number. what I decided was every other year, I'd go big for my birthday. And now, Tony, his birthday is the day before mine. <laughs> so last year, I went big and told him, all right, you get the odd year. We'll just go big every other year between us, and we'll have a big party every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it works. So this year it's supposed to be Tony's year, so we'll see. Last year Smoked down, huh? it was blunt themed. Two years before that it was the pipe theme. I'm figuring two years from now hopefully I'll have enough bongs to do what I want and it's gonna be a bong bong theme. Have them all lined up and then I think little jars of weed around. <laughs> My goal is to do the same thing as I did with the pipes, just with bongs. And just have thirty eight bongs on the bar. You gave me blueberry that night two years ago then, and I almost positive I did a show and or, reviewed no, it. No, I think it was grapey. <laughs> I think we had this talk before. And <laughs> did you prove it? You had to go back and look and concede before, but <laughs> I could be totally wrong. But I'm pretty Somebody's sure wrong here. <laughs> I'm gonna find it. And I'm gonna play it right after this part. <laughs> okay, Doughboy's gonna put his bowl on grapey. Well, again, you would know because you you were you were, but you had a lot of different weed that night, right? Do you want to bring one weed out? That's unlikely. Have I ever? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you positive you didn't give me grape or blueberry? I ha- was growing blueberries, so it c- very well could have been. But my bowl, I'll bet your bowl, my bowl would be on grape eight. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Last couple days ago, I had a great chance to meet um, someone on their birthday, which is always extra fun to see them in their um, extra birthday happiness. I met Keith Copeland, Doughboy. One of the interesting things about him, if you know him, maybe you can correct me, but uh, I'm sure he doesn't walk around with his case of pipes all the time. He probably has a few with him, I'm sure. This case of pipes that he had, uh, 50 maybe? His plan on his happy birthday was to um, take advantage of all those pipes. And um, I got a chance to smoke out of a handful, to say the least, um, to go through there and pick any certain pipe I wanted to smoke out of. It was a great time. In the process of getting to know him that night, over at a industry get-together, uh, Marcy Luther was holding with uh, Nick Kelsch at uh, GoGrow. Sitting around talking, um, he slings over some... Uh, grape ape and says hey take this home so um I, you know i do a little show with it with far north tokers and um in i was gonna save it to to smoke some during the show and yesterday was kind of a tough day for me and 
kind of, it's nice to have a, a new strain to check out. Just kind of took a sniff out of it, and man, what a fruity smell it has. It smells like grape, if you can imagine um, grape apes smelling like grape. You know, a lot of times they're just called that, but um, no, and I would expect it to be purple. It wasn't purple until it's not supposed to be, but in, in sitting out, it truly took the cares away. right before the show and any stress you're feeling that's a good good strain for it in my opinion smooth fruity it's dense dense i mean the bowl lasts for a long time i just want to say it, it was great really nice nice nug nice strain doughboy great baby get a chance to see doughboy you know check him out Definitely check out the great baby. Doughboy, you never run out of weed, right? A long time? Knock on some wood? Mm, well, even before it started growing, I got resin that's put in, up in my skin. Scraping box from over 10 years ago. <laughs> it just have stored back then and you haven't had need of it because yeah, I have that kind of shit too. I, I haven't need to smoke resin since before my kid was born. That's great, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't resin smoking away resin. Trash. Yeah. Like, trash. Trash. Actually, <laughs> I just washed my pipe in the sink so it's just, they just go down the drain yeah. it just stinks too much to deal <laughs> with did you ever look at it and think like how valuable it used to be to you oh like, yeah you know what I mean like, oh yeah back in the day that shit would have been and I like, still gold. know people that smoke resin and they're like you do what with your resin I'm like I don't want to smoke that uh -uh. I know I'm like people still do that cause I hear someone saying something online or something like that you'll see well, people post it ask me they're like do you have shaky bud I'm like whoop Shaky, shaky bud. bud, what's that? <laughs> I I don't have shaky bud. <laughs> I don't know what shaky bud is. Shaky bud, that goes in the blast bag. Right? <laughs> I'm getting dabs. <laughs> like I, I don't understand this question, people. Shaky bud. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that one. That's funny. Shaky bud. Shaky bud. Yeah, I, literally, I had somebody ask me if so I... So what does that mean? Just a mixture? It's, right it's a mixture of <laughs> shake and... Or just like... Just a little popcorn spider bud looking things. Yeah, stuff that The stuff that you cut off and... yeah Wouldn't claim as buds, right. but is still <laughs> smokable to get somebody high. Right. <laughs> trim, in yeah. other words. Yeah. yeah. To us, it's trim... Or the evolved industry. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> it's trim, I know, but it will be concentrated. I was going to say, all, it's, it's, it's trim taxes going you into now. Yeah. That's what you call it. <laughs> pile for yeah. getting blasted or extracting. I'm excited to have our stuff done finally. Yeah, that's got to be a good feeling. Well, we did once before. 
had good titrations, but I don't But they no put idea. it in with everyone else's, too. Yeah, they did, like, a big hybrid like a, batch or something like that. Your name wasn't on it, then. Mm. And I don't even know what it was. In this container, there's five different types of dabs, and four of them were oh, I've seen mine. these things on Facebook. Look at that. What's that one? The white yellow one. That's here. That's, like, crumbly looking. Yeah, it... That one's actually my buddy when it was all G13. Nice. That's the one that's not mine. <coughs> Maybe like a little, <coughs> like a little lemon lime looking candy in there. Mine, I usually I don't have enough of one flavor at one time, so I do a mixture because mm -hmm. I grow so many different types. That's why it's called Dodabs because <laughs> it's not grape ape, it's not blueberry, it's, a <laughs> it's not. Any one flavor, it's all of the trim put together, and when you have enough in your bag, you send it off to your buddy and <laughs> get back a slab of dabs. Yeah, exact <laughs> same thing that's happening on both sides. Send off your trim, sending it off to get to your buddy to get turned into concentrates. Save enough enough trim, send it off to your buddy to get concentrates. <laughs> yep, bigger scale. I just get mine back. Yep. Most of them, they're, they're getting those back this time. Right. Well, no, you don't. We gotta buy no, ours. No, right. We gotta go well, to the store buy wherever they I'm send. I'm gonna go buy right. We're gonna that, have to. That's what I'm meaning. Right. They they have to go to the store to have theirs back. Right. Is does it which feel good to buy your own weed? They, I don't mind buying my own weed. It was better than buying a I lot of other weeds that were it. out yeah, there. Oh, but at the same time, a dispensary's making money off that, too. Yeah. Right? That was I mean, where you could actually like, try it. And so you had to go buy yeah, it to yeah. be able to sample if your you, stuff. As a woman to grow, you can, I mean, I don't know. I don't buy dabs because they're very expensive. Oh, yeah. I know. So. That's why we don't do it. <laughs> I'll just toss out a number. If a legal grower is getting. 30 bucks a gram and you're going to the store to buy your own stuff and you're paying $80 a gram how are you going to feel about that? Where you're having to literally pay $50 just right. to sample your own right. product. I don't know how I feel about that yet because I haven't done it. <laughs> You'll do it once. Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy them much often anyways. I, I was just curious. I mean, it sucks. Sometimes a little is nice for you. It does like, suck. Steal something. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I mean, where if you weren't legal, you would get all that money to yourself. You know what I mean? But at the same time, if you weren't legal, most black markets aren't selling it for right that much money. That much, right? Getting it. So right. at the same time, you may get less. You may get more. Overall, customer basis is a lot smaller. You have an unlimited customer basis being legal. Right. right. Black market has very small. Like, you have to know the people right. to do something on black market. Right. A legal market, okay. it's unlimited. Right. Yeah, anybody can buy it. You can just call so, different stores and be like, who wants right. this? <laughs> and then it's just anybody walking into that store to... And then that just gets taken right. wherever. <laughs> Where on a black market, you don't have that. And there are, there's no guarantee, is, you know. Right. You don't know how many people <laughs> are going to come to you. Or, you know what I mean? Like, like you're saying. Are you really? As a legal market, you guys are able to sell your flour to stores. But they don't give you the opportunity to 
sell your own concentrate, you have to sell it through somebody else. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not your yeah. concentrate. You sold so this flower. You sold the else. trim or whatever to yeah. the manufacturer, and then that becomes their trim and stuff. Then. Yeah. So they, they can do sell they that. But on a legal like, market, is there a company that you can not necessarily sell your trim to, but have them extract it and make dabs? We could get the for license. You, and no, do for it. you. Where you're not selling them the product, you're paying them to extract your material so you get it back. Like, I don't think I've heard of that. I don't think that's, Only if you had a retail, yeah. like Bertrand yeah. was saying. Once it leaves us, it, nothing can come back to us. You can transfer from cultivation to cultivation or from cultivation to retail and manufacturing, but it can never come back. That's just and weird. Then, well, like there's stores out there that have cultivation and retail. That's just someone else. They're sending their trim out to a manufacturing and then bringing it back to their retail. Right. They're not so bringing they it back get to their cultivation. They're still bring, they're, they're, yeah, they're just bringing it back to the, another app or another license. Kind of like good. They do their own and their little Yeah, they have retail, they have they cultivation, cultivation manufacturing and manufacturing. They've well, got all the so they, there. Yeah. yeah, so they could. I did think about asking if they would, like if we could tell them who we wanted to buy it. You know what I they mean? Might. Like who might. we want to offer it to the people that buy from us. You right. know what I mean? Sure. Like I want to see that to they have your product still in it. That they have well, the opportunity to get buy that it. Retail contact them. You just set up that three-way conversation. Yeah. Right. right. I think that's what's going to happen because I want them to have it. Not who do you want to have it? Uh, well, Alaska Buds for sure. Yeah, because then it, for one, it's a quick trip too, right? Yeah. Is it getting made down in Anchorage? Is that where it's getting made? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe Hilltop, Denali Four Twenty, Grass Station, Grass Station. Yeah, for being a limited grow, you guys are in a lot of different shops. Nature's Relief. I always offer it to them too. I started a lot different cycles and got a lot more plants, and they're pushing a lot more out now. Now that we're finally like going in a groove, it's like steady. It's like income. You know what Once I mean? We started, you pay your taxes yeah, and so stuff, but you don't have the to start with because. I mean, the black market to legal market, you are only allowed to sell your Yeah. I mean, so now it's this is literally like, you know, even on a black market for a grow, it's still a for, real job. You know, there. not necessarily <laughs> black market, but a home grow. Yeah. You know, you, you have to treat it like a job. Where you, you can't leave it for a few you days. You walk and in and you have to do your work. Otherwise, your plants will tattletale on you rather quickly. Right. <laughs> They'll yep. start not looking green. Like, what is going on here? There's like, spots on here. <laughs> That's the thing with cocoa, though. You can flush it out really quickly, and then it can change your plants really quick and lose well, see, I deficiency have. there. Five-gallon bucket, deep water, culture. That's what you're using? Yeah. So I guess it'd be kind of like that too, because you yeah, can, you, you, you can instantly, <laughs> like within a day, have good to, or bad. Not sure. even a day, <laughs> like you lose air and you could have a plant go from healthy to All right drooping, going, oh help me, I'm <laughs> yeah. It'll hold for a few hours that oxygen in the water, but then yeah, after that oxygen's gone, it's like. No, no, I can't breathe. <laughs> you just literally just you're yeah. strangling me. <laughs> that's how those are. They're, that's kind of why I didn't like doing it in the business like that. Because if the power goes out, then there you go. Exactly. 
since we got a little generator, we don't have a big enough generator to run the whole business on. I got to pick and choose what I want. Have you had to deal with electricity problems, losing power out there? Yeah, yeah. last winter when we had all that snowfall. And your generator was enough? Not to run the whole thing, but enough to run the... Newport stuff? Until the electric came back on. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing it was off during the off time for the flower room, so I didn't have to have anything on there. So I turned some veg lights on and then plugged the heater in, and that's all I really How did. How long did you change power for? We lost for like six hours, didn't we? Yeah, that time. It was a while. <laughs> it was no cold heat in the house. Too. Yeah. So we had like a little kerosene heater in there. Probably don't lose electricity in the city too much. No. Just flickers. Uh, if that, um, where I'm at, I usually have power pretty good. Become a patron of Far North Tokers at Patreon.com/midtoker. Listeners supporting the artist for as little as $2 a month. Patreon helps continue new weekly shows. And now your patronage comes with extra benefits from our sponsors. Chena Cannabis, The North Bowl Refinery, Dab Lab AK, and Moving Free Farms. Thank you to our newest patrons, D.B. Copeland and Barry Dabber. Sarah Grover, Josiah Lockery, Bertie Walter, and Rhonda Howard. And longtime patrons, Marilyn Berglund, Carrie Mollis, Aaron Worthen, Peggy Peters, and Ramlin Ranger. Here's Token Far North Token. Birchie and Tammy, Green Dreams, Cultivation, and Doughboy. Oh <laughs> 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 was, was waiting for you. <laughs> uh, but I would never touch you like that. <laughs> do you get anyone that ever does? No, I do it myself. Touch yourself? Yes. <laughs> do you giggle like that when you do it? <laughs> Close. Good enough. Yeah. That's the thing. We got to go and smoke two big J's. Didn't get well. Didn't get to even try everything. Yeah, no, we did. That last bowl was white strawberry cough. No, we, we didn't, didn't try all of that. We didn't try all that. We I tried everything. Was say no, we didn't. Rhino cookies bowl and start with J of the white strawberry cough. Don't push. Do we have a pipe of the strawberry cough? Just this last bowl that we just passed around. First one was Rhino Cookies. Yep. Nice. And and Doe Dabs and G13. 13, that's a good joint. Yeah, you can taste it all the way down to the bottom. Golden age, my friends. Start smoking one thing and get bored of it. Do you even think about that? Is it? Are you deciding on what to grow based on customer or what you like? Seems like what I like is what the customer likes. Like the bubble gum and the white <laughs> yeah. strawberry cough is So it's worked so far. What you've liked, sellers. you sell and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you've never had anything where you're growing, you're like, no one likes this and I just can't even sell it and get rid of it. There's a lot of stuff that I'm not really caring for and then... You you edit it first. Yeah. You, you ax it first. There's like one that we're kind of getting rid of, like God's Vagina, we're getting rid of that one because, I don't know, I'm just not... It's not pretty at all. It doesn't look pretty. It smells good and it tastes good, but and it has a good high. But it's testing, bag of pills. you know, all right. Kinda. But it's it's not. Um, Just not what I want to throw out there. Uh, I didn't have any bad reviews on it. Everyone that I saw that was posting about it was saying it was good. <laughs> do you do test runs in your home grow first? Now we can. Well, this stuff we grew at home before we took it to the business, but. Now, since they've made that rule where you can take a clone or seed from anyone 21 or over, then you can, now we can do that. 
and grow it at the house and then take it over if it's good. Well, I was wondering even before the clones, if you ever started seeds of one flavor at your home grow to see, oh, I want to see how this grows or if I like it before you started seeds of the same thing in your business. We never did that before. I tried to start them in the business and then we ended up running into problems. Kind of. We took these as clones though. These were all clones that took over. They weren't seeds started at the business. But the seeds that started at the business kind of all messed up on us. So that's kind of a good thing that they changed it where we can bring the clones and stuff in. It was best to start clones in the beginning just because you could start right away with what you knew where and you knew which they were coming from too and they were right. See, and you knew they weren't going to harm out on you and cause a bunch of seeds and you're just going to lose a whole crop like what happened to us. Right. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming together for the first ever All-Star Session for having us here. Thank you. Yeah, It'll be one of many. Thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes of this time capsule of Alaskan cannabis on SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. And now, Patreon. Help support the show financially at patreon.com slash midtoker. Here's Token. Here's Token.